You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I'm going to be here with you for one more hour. It has been a busy night. I get started at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. I'm being joined not just by you, everybody listening all across North America, but super producer and host Dave Shepard. And it's been a busy, busy night. Here, let me try to give you a brief recap. First of all, in Philadelphia tonight, the Houston Astros, they tie up the World Series at two games apiece. They don't just beat the Phillies five to nothing. They no hit them. Yes, it took four pitchers. But the Houston Astros, they no hit the Phillies. Final score five to nothing. This was the second no hitter that we've ever seen take place in the World Series. Since 1956, we haven't seen this, and that was a no hitter. Don Larson with the Yankees beating the Dodgers. So you want to talk about rare? This was rare as hell. And this was also the first combined no-hitter that we have ever seen in the World Series or the postseason. The last time that we had a no-hitter in the postseason, it was Roy Halladay. Ironically, pitching for the Phillies in 2010 against those Cincinnati Reds. And so, Game 5. It's going to take place Thursday night in Philadelphia. Game six, back to Houston. Game seven, if necessary, that will take place on Sunday. Kyrie Irving, not necessarily apologizing, but backtracking on his statements, uh, donating half a million dollars to the Anti-Defamation League. The Brooklyn Nets also doing uh, the same $500,000. So Kyrie pretty much uh, going backwards saying that I'm human and I'm learning in the process. Meanwhile, right now, this moment as well, the Los Angeles Lakers in overtime, they hold on to beat the Pelicans in Los Angeles. The final score, 120 to 115. Washington Commanders, we learned earlier in the day, on Wednesday, Daniel Snyder pretty much open to selling the team. So we got a lot to do. But right before we went to break, I did what I do every single Wednesday night into Thursday morning. I gave you a new top six list. We're about halfway through the NFL season, and I wanted to give you a list of the best teams. Here, let me give you a recap if you missed it. At number six, I gave you the Minnesota Vikings. At number five, I gave you the Dallas Cowboys. At number four, I gave you the can we play in the fourth quarter Baltimore Ravens. At number three, I gave you the Chiefs. At number two, I gave you the Eagles. And if I'm looking at the best team in the NFL right now, halfway through the year, it's the Buffalo Bills. If you missed the full explanations, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. We got a bunch of callers on the line. I'm going to go ahead and talk to them. Get their thoughts. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. B S Kevin is calling from Harrisburg. 
You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Go ahead, Kevin. Hey, what's going on, JR? How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Calling from Harrisburg, PA, home of Michael Parsons and uh, Shady. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I'm wondering. Yes. How are you having uh, 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 the Vikings, the Ravens, the Ravens, and then you have the Bills at number one? And you don't even have the Miami Dolphins there. And we beat the Ravens and beat the uh, uh, Bills. Gave Bills their only loss. What's going on, man? Well, we don't get no respect. The, the Miami Dolphins don't deserve any respect. You think you think just because of those individual victories that this team is is uh, one of the best in the league? You can tell me about who they beat. Who did they lose to? Well, see, and that, and there we have. See, now we're going to bring up the loss without Tua. He wasn't there. We didn't have a quarterback. Who do we have? Teddy Bridgewater. Well, oh, man, he was I'm, coaching high I'm, school football. I'm living. I'm living in in reality. I'm not worried about what could have or would have happened if Tua Tagovailoa was available. I think one of the issues when it comes down to Tua is his potential uh, injury history. I, I talked about this last night. I love watching him play, and it's beautiful that he's been able to go out there and improve. Uh, but can he stay out on the field? Uh, a good part of this season as to what's taking place, the biggest story, unfortunately, for the season is that this man got knocked around like a pinata and they lost. And so I can't I can't omit that. It's not looking at who they beat and it's not looking at, OK, who they didn't beat. The fact is the man is just got back. OK, and, I, and you know what? And you're right about that. And I agree with you on that because I'm I'm not a totally Tua fan. I think oh, he, okay. needs to put on some, he needs to put on some weight, and he needs to. Oh, okay. uh, he's fragile. He's fragile. I'm gonna put it that way. He's one of those fragile quarterbacks that you know you gotta look. He's getting ready to run. Here we go. We, everybody holds their breath. You know, I, I mean, the next to the last game they played, he scrambled for nine yards, and the whole stadium went almost completely silent. Okay. You know, well, he, because here's a deal, Kevin. Tell the Dolphins to get their pass defense together, okay? <laughs> that's, that's, that's just being honest. Are we serious? Yeah. Uh, All right, Kevin. Be, you know what, man? You ain't giving the Dolphins no love. That's no, all right. They're going to shock this, the world. Well, okay. I'm, I mean, I think I've heard that before. Everybody, everybody's favorite team is going to shock the world. The Dolphins are five and three. They're good. Offense isn't blowing anybody completely out of the water. Uh, the defense can certainly perform better. They're good. They're going to go to the playoffs. Are they one of the top six teams in the league? Oh well, they should be higher because oh, the, they gave the Buffalo Bills their only loss. I'm like, stop it. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Maisha calling from California. What's up, Maisha? Hey, how you doing? I'm very well, thank you. What's up? Um, what's up? Two things. One, I live in San Diego, and so I'm very happy that the Phillies lost today to the Houston <laughs> sure. Astros. What? I'm sure. What? What? I said I'm Number sure. Two. I said I'm sure you're happy. 
Number two, okay. why aren't you giving the 49ers some love? I know that Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> is a little bit problematic, and he may be the downfall of the team. But come on, we beat the 49ers. I'm sorry, we beat the Rams. We're about to beat the Chargers. We're about to beat the Cardinals, and we're going to get the Saints. So can we, can we move 49ers up on that list? No. They're 500. What? No, they're 500 right now. Look. It doesn't matter right now. We're about to go above that. No, but it's not. This isn't a list about what's going to happen. If you were going to ask me to go ahead and rank teams that have a, a great chance the rest of the year, I, I would probably have the 49ers on the list, especially when you think about how, how dynamic their offense can right. be and what their right. defense has been. But that's right. not the list. It's about what's taking place right now. And at this moment, they're still 500. Yeah, but we're only halfway through the season, and you know, as you said, <laughs> people haven't even peaked yet. So, I mean, okay. let's talk about what's to come. And the 49ers still have the best yet in front of them. Assuming Myisha. Garoppolo Myisha. Can, keep it, can keep it together. Yes. Myisha, what, what is yes. – what, what did you just say, Myisha? I, I said assuming Garoppolo can keep it together. Okay. Let me ask you – this is a very important question. What is this top six list in reference to? It, it, it might be about today. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so you just want to change the list like mid-conversation. Okay. All right, Maisha. What are you, a, are right. you a lawyer? You a lawyer? <laughs> I'm actually not a lawyer and never aspired to be one, but I am a loyal. I am not a lawyer, but I am loyal to the 49ers, and I believe that they're going to pull this through. Okay. I really do. Hey, Shep, do you believe her? Or is she a lawyer? Sounds like a good one to me. Yeah, she sounds like <laughs> a lawyer. But what I want to know, what I want to know, uh, Maisha, when when, when the, you guys had an interesting back and forth in the beginning, when when Jared was like, "Yes," and you got you you didn't like that. I because I felt like Jr. was patronizing me. No. Yeah. One of the least patronizing people I've ever met in my life. I don't know. I don't believe that. I, I, I listen to the show. I think I think there's some patronization that happens. You calling my show being disrespectful to me. Now she's being no. disrespectful to me. No, I'm telling the truth. Maisha called my own show and called me a jerk. That's fine, Maisha. It's okay. You, you got anything else got, to say? Any no, more insults I, you want to wanna hurl I my love, way? I, I love your show. I just need you to push the 49ers a little bit higher on the list. They're gonna be pushed. They're gonna push themselves higher as they close out the season. I I, I think that is a, a certainty unless Jimmy Garoppolo breaks a fingernail. Ooh, dang, Jr. Thank you. That was rough. That was rough. It's just the I facts. Or is it gonna be his Achilles or his knee again? Which one is it? I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's gonna pull it all the way through the season. And assuming that happens, I think they're gonna be in the top three on your list. So I'm gonna keep listening. Okay. All right. Well, I think for now today, top six NFL teams halfway through this season. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, they're not there, but they certainly, as you just said, they can climb. I appreciate appreciate you, Myesha. Thank you, Jr. Have a good night. You as well, Myesha. Calling up from California. Hey, Shep. What What was she saying? What What did she say at the beginning? I was agreeing with her, and what was she saying? No. I mean, she was just she was just talking about like something about the 49ers, obviously, because that's her team that she wants to push, and she's made that clear. And good for her because I thought she was making some solid arguments. And you were agreeing with her. You were like, yes. And and then she was, and then she didn't like that for some reason. That was a little <laughs> bit uh, interesting to me. Sometimes you just can't win, Shep.
Yeah, listen. I, I even mean, when you were, even when you agree, right? Well, you Sorry. know, it's it's kind of thematic uh, of of Wednesday because the Lakers are going to have to go through that narrative tonight. Because even when you win, you don't win. Because the fact that they even allowed the Pelicans to get back into that game and got bailed out by the Matt Ryan that no one's even heard of just tells you all you need to know about the state of the Lakers season so far. This Matt Ryan guy, yes, he looks like a creator player. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a creator player from a video game. Yeah. Never heard of this guy in my life. I'm like, Matt Ryan on the Lakers? Who the hell is this guy? And yet you got Dwight and Melo and uh, and Lou, sweet Lou, your boy in Atlanta, obviously. that Those guys aren't in the league. And Matt Ryan, out of a D3 school at best, is, is knocking down game-winning baskets for the Los Angeles Lakers. Or he went to Chattanooga, right? There he went. Hey, oh, my God. Yeah, I guess. Wow. Yeah, he, I'm pretty sure his salary is uh, minuscule. So that's um, that's unbelievable, man. That that uh, a guy named Matt Ryan, who's played five career games, I want to say, just hit the game-winning shot for the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, that'll be the highlight of his career. Yeah. Well, for now. Now he can go home and I ah, play with LeBron. Good for him. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Rick is calling from South Carolina. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Rick? What's going, Jr.? Great show, love it, bro. Thanks. Your list is spot on. My issue is a little bit off. San Francisco 49ers are members are inflated because they play weak offensive teams. When they play the Chiefs, they got obliterated. They have no place on that list. Oh well, damn. But, uh, okay. Anyway, yeah. Jr. Um, one other thing. Unfortunately, I'm a yeah. lifelong Commander Redskins fan, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Born in '72, been a fan since '79. Do the math. You went to school. You can do that. Uh, a guy called in earlier about the stadium. He's wrong about that. What happened with that is the Cooks spent their own money to build that stadium, and that's why they had to sell the stadium to Danny Slimer. And that's how that happened. They built the stadium in 90, 97, and he bought it in 99. So he's okay. incorrect with his facts. Oh, well, damn. want to correct him. Oh, well, damn. Well, listen, I'm pretty sure he's going to call up and, and, and yell about you soon. He's right. The money was allocated, but they built the stadium in Landover instead of where the money was allocated. So he's right about that. Okay. Well, thank you, Rick. I, uh, I'm sure plenty of people were, were concerned about that, but I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Rick, for calling from South Carolina. Hey, the more you know, Shep, right? The more you know. Speaking of which, there's Friends reruns on right now. And that there's like Friends is always playing somewhere in the country, right? At some point, right? Yeah, that was when Matthew Perry wasn't throwing Keanu Reeves uh, under the bus and uh, doing the more you know commercials. I don't know the reference. Well, well, okay. So Matthew Perry did a recent interview. You know, he's on like a publicity tour right now to kind of gain back his fanhood and and his reputation. Isn't, and so he said he, he said he unfortunately isn't he unfortunately on drugs? Or am I making that up? No, no. He had he's had struggle with addiction, and I'm not knocking uh, and poo-pooing and, and mitigating uh, that and glossing over that. But what I will say is I have a real problem with him saying um, Keanu Reeves should have been you know the one that died. That that's that's, oh where, that's where Matthew Perry lost me. Keanu, As opposed he, to who? Well, Keanu Reeves is one of the universally most well-respected, well-liked individuals in the history of maybe planet Earth. Right. We know he's in one of your favorite films, The Matrix, which yeah. really is not his biggest film, even though you think so. But, Jr. to me, when you go after another individual and say that someone else should be dead in someone else's place, you lose me for life. Because that, that's, just, that's just touching but an area that you never as should As opposed ever. to who? Who died? Well, he was talking about, I, I believe, I, I may be getting this wrong, but basically what he was saying was, Joaquin Phoenix's brother 
passed away. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said basically, I wish it was I, – I could be getting this wrong, but this part I'm not getting wrong. He said he wished instead it was Keanu Reeves. Well, that now, sucks. what kind of a you-know-what would ever make that proclamation about another individual that's doing nothing but good on this earth? And Keanu Reeves, by the way, has been through his lion's share of adversity and tragedy nonetheless. So, yeah, well, you said the guy, is, uh, he has his own problems, so there you have it. Right. Hurt people hurt people. It's uh, very well simple. Well said. And you know what? Talk about an acting career ending at 35. Who? Matthew Perry. Oh, is that what happened? He was 35? Well, you know, the, the uh, five other uh, cast members of Friends, um, you know, they had bad backs by the end of the series. You know why? Because they had to carry him? Bingo. I've never seen one episode of Friends. Well, you, you are missing out if you've never seen Friends before. I am missing out? You are missing out. It is a, it is, it is, uh, James Burroughs is the, is the creator of the show. And never. he's the guy that did Taxi. He did Cheers. He did. I've seen Taxi. I've right. seen Cheers. Those, I've never seen Friends. So you would, you would, you would like Friends. If I you like Taxi and you like Cheers, you would like Friends. How long has Friends been out? Thirty years. It ended in two thousand four. Began in ninety four. It's been around for ten years. G- uh, Gunther, the individual that was one of the uh, supporting actors in that series, actually just passed away tragically. Man, if I haven't seen Friends in this amount of time, you're not going to see it at all. I ain't never going to see Friends. But you, yeah, but you're missing out if you haven't seen one episode that's, of Friends. That's that's fine. I don't have uh, I don't have FOMO. I don't have fear of missing out. Have you seen Seinfeld? I have seen maybe one episode of Seinfeld, the one with George Steinbrenner. Oh, really? Well, that's was it, it. Is it the one where George meets him and, and gets hired well, by George's uh, niece? Costanza. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, and I barely remember that. I didn't <laughs> watch. Seinfeld. If you remember George's last name. What, Costan- well, he's fam- I know the character. Jerry Seinfeld, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elaine? I don't know her last name. Venice, yeah. You got the crazy dude. Who's a crazy guy in Cosmo Seinfeld? Kramer. Uh, Kramer, yeah, yeah. Nobody called him the first name. Sure, sure. Costanza. But I've never seen an episode of that besides just, oh, there's George Steinbrenner, and I changed it. I can, can you that. Can you do me a favor, please? What? Because you work all the time, and I know you host six days a week minimum. Yeah. Once, uh, when we're in the holidays... Watch one Not episode, happening. okay? Of 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 uh, Seinfeld? No, of of of, of Friends. It it it, no. it really is one of the most entertaining, well written shows you will ever come across, ever. Because they don't minutes, make shows like that anymore. Twenty minutes of my life, I could go get something to eat. Oh, can you know you can get something to eat, come back and watch it, or you can just stream it on you know an iPhone and just check both up you know boxes off that way. Nah, okay. not interested in Friends. Not interested in Seinfeld. You you got anything else that I don't care about? Well, those are two of the greatest shows of the last twenty-five years, Seinfeld and Friends. Yeah, wow. I think I've I think I've lived life without seeing any of them. I think I'm okay. Okay. I know Greg Popovich. I know I know basketball. I know football. I know baseball. I don't know Friends. Fair, fair enough. And 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 Friends and Popovich don't exactly go in the same sentence either. So it's kind of <laughs> apropos that you mentioned Popovich in reference to Friends. Oh, he just popped up on the screen and he looked miserable. <laughs> he looked he looked miserable. Shocker. He's, he can't, he's too busy winning this season. I uh, probably lost tonight, but. Well, I know he's also went to the wine, so I think he's a he's a happy fellow. Anyway, it's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Why watch friends when we can all just be friends? You can call me and I'll talk to you, and then we'll be friends. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're talking about the best teams in the NFL at this point of the year. I'm gonna take more of your calls. We'll talk about the World Series because the Phillies. They couldn't get a hit. 
and we got a lot to do. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I want to thank you for the sports entertainment that you provide for all of us who call your show and listen to your radio show. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Yeah, this is better sports entertainment than uh, the WWE. I'm better than those guys. Need to get one of those guys on the show. We've had some of those guys on it. Drew McIntyre was here one time, and we've had Bianca Belair on the show. My main man, Jim Ross, he has nothing to do with WWE. He's AEW. Jim Ross is one of my favorite. We need to talk to Jim Ross. Ask him about them Sooners. The other JR. The damn good JR. Yeah, we joke about that all the time. He's the original. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm about to get back to more of your calls as we're taking a look at the best teams in the NFL at the the midway point of this season, even though we only got 17 games. It's close to the midway point as we can get. I also do want to remind you that tonight was very interesting as history was made in the World Series as the Phillies were blanked. Only the second team, and not just blank, they were no hit. Only the second team no hit in the World Series ever. We had a perfect game by Don Larson in 1956. Christian Javier in his first World Series start, uh, he pitched six innings, took four pitchers from the Houston Astros to get the job done. And after the game, Christian Javier, through his interpreter, uh, he spoke. And this was absolutely hilarious because he said his parents told him that he was going to throw a no-hitter. Listen to this. Yeah, I just came out holding on to God, trying to be positive, trying to attack the strike zone. It's funny, my parents said they told me I was going to throw a no-hitter, and thanks to God, I was able to accomplish that. They told you you were going to throw a no-hitter? And what did you say? Yeah, that we're going to stay positive with God helping us. We're, we can do it. I wonder what else his parents tell him. I wonder if his parents can give me the lottery numbers. Hey, Shep, isn't, I don't keep up. I don't play. Isn't there like another mega million something going on right now? I, I wouldn't know because I don't do that stuff because I don't have enough money to lose. Well, I hear that. But does, is it losing? How, what do you you put like a dollar in or something like that? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but then you get addicted to that kind of thing, though. What, just, you know, going to the mega every week or yeah, something like yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. And then pretty soon you're, you know, you're going to the track and then you're going to Uh-oh. the casino and it just leads to a no. rabbit hole that no one wants to be a part no, of. No, not necessarily. Most not people, necessarily. that's how it gets started. You get started on lotto tickets and then it escalates. No, I think you do a lotto ticket and then, uh, you know, you contribute to the state's economy. 
You know, you're sending the kids to school, right? Now how that works? Yeah, I just, I just wish that I, instead of having a lot of winners, like give that money to people who really need it. That, that's, that's, that's my thing. Well, when you win the lottery, what is it? Fifty percent of people blow through that cash, something like that. That's embarrassing. If you blow through lottery money, that, that's, 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 that's embarrassing. You should never be allowed to earn another paycheck in your life. <laughs> Speaking of the lottery, Herschel Walker just popped up on the screen here in the studio. Oh my goodness, Herschel Walker, what a what a lottery he's in right now. Yeah, well, like, he had a tough loss the last you know the last week with his with his coach Dooley, so you know. Oh well, I mean, besides besides that, I mean, he's right. uh, he's an interesting fellow. I'll leave it there. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. We got Keith from Maryland. What's up, Keith? Hey, Keith, where are you? Not here with us. Chris is calling from Fairfield. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, thanks for taking my call. No doubt about it. What's up? Nothing. I listen to you every night. I'm a waiter out here. And, uh, dude, you're a really good person. Like, I've never disagreed with some of the, anything that you've ever said. Um, well, that's, really that's terrible, man. That's terrible. Like you gotta, you gotta disagree with something. I don't listen to you enough. It's okay. literally forty minutes every night. I really wish I would have heard anything that you had to say about Kyrie because everything you say is really loving and compassionate. And uh, I, I, I wish, I wish Kyrie Irving would go away, and I think that will naturally happen at some point over the next year or two. I agree. I, I, I agree. I, I totally agree with that. He's digging himself there, but I. I heard something tonight, <laughs> and if I was close to you and I was really your friend, I, I, I would sit you down, and you got to watch at least two episodes of Friends. Uh, oh, my God. One of, I'm 43. I got five kids. I, I, I watch sports all day long, but I'll tell you, <laughs> you you, you got to give it a shot. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life, and it gets you through some tough times because it's hilarious. That's all. You're an awesome person. Have a great night, buddy. Well, thank you, Chris. Appreciate you for calling from Fairfield. What am I going to have people telling me I need to watch Friends now? Why? Watch these people sit around and be friends? Is that what it is? Hey, Shep, I don't think I've – well, I've never seen it. Obviously, I've seen clips, and I feel like every episode of Friends, does the entire show take place in a living room? No, 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 no. There's, uh, There's Central Perk. Um, oh, okay. There's, uh, there's, um, Courtney Cox's character. I'm trying to, why am I blanking oh, on this? There's, there's, there's Rachel. Okay. There's Rachel. Okay. Monica. So Monica's apartment is rent stabilized. And oh, so it's, go. it's a, it's an astronomical size apartment for New York city. And, but basically the, the whole premise is you have Friends. these three attractive females, three attractive males, and there's all this tension around each other, oh. but it kind of blows through. The, 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 the popular notion, which is men and women can't be friends. Oh. Literally generic friends. So here's a question. Yes. This is important. Okay, please. I know Brad Pitt's ex-wife is in this, right? I, I, well, I, I think most people know her as Jennifer Aniston, but yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember her name. What? So you, I think that's nah, more shocking than you haven't seen Friends. Nah, I couldn't remember her name. Fair like enough. I, I know, I just like I know that's his ex-wife. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that this show was about people uh, of the opposite sex being friends? So here's the here's the question. Well, I'm not going to bury the lead. Th- that that's one. That yes, that's what they but want. But here's you to the be- question. Yep. 
nobody had sex. On Friends? Yeah, you said they, they were friends, and yeah. it was about them being friends and, and the tension and everybody's good looking, so nobody ever got together? There's an awful lot of getting together on Friends. When oh, you, when, yeah, so the yeah, oh yeah, man, I don't. Yeah, you just told yeah. me about how long was this one? Eight years? Nine it was years? On for, it was on. It was on for ten years. One of the biggest oh. shows in the history of American, uh, or I should I say, know. North American television. Yeah, I'm familiar. Now right. I don't need to watch it. You just told me what it's about. No, but it's but it's it, it's so well written though. Like oh, like okay. like the couples that end up together. You right. don't you don't really anticipate that for the first few seasons, believe it or not. A bunch of people, a bunch of pretty people living in an apartment building and they they uh boink. I well, mean, what else are we going to do? If I had to yet? be honest with you, I think I think the the women are more attractive on this uh show than the males are. I think I think the the males lucked out on friends. Let's ask uh Marco Belletti here. Hey Marco, am I am I missing anything by having never seen friends in my life? Nope, not a thing. <laughs> Awful show. <laughs> Awful. Why is <laughs> why is friends awful? Total waste Mark? of time. Why is it? It's why? A, you know everything they're going to say before they say it. You got six people or whatever, seven, eight. I don't even know how many is. Chef, you can help me out. All these beautiful people that live in New York that couldn't possibly live in these giant things. Awful, <laughs> dumb, useless sitcom. <laughs> yeah, well, Jerry, uh, we have we have an expert willing to weigh in. Do do do. You want to hear from that expert? I'm I'm sure you do. Yes, you do. Jr. Hi, it's Amy. Hey, so, what's up, Amy? How not, are you? I'm good. Not only do I completely disagree with y'all, Uh-oh. but I have all ten seasons on DVR or DVD. I absolutely oh love the show. It's the last real comedy I ever watched. It's fantastic. The writing is brilliant, and the actors pull off the writing so well. And Marco's. He's so lying. He knows the punchline before they say it. There are actual epic skits that have come out of Friends that all you have to do is say one word, and legions of people know what you're talking about. So it's two, but it's two on two. So I've never seen it, and Mm -hmm. so it's two on one basically right now, right? It's it's you and Shep versus Marco, and (laughs) I mean. It's been, no, JR, it's me against the world, because this thing was number one, and it was <laughs> enormous. Just because something is popular and everybody watches it doesn't mean it's good. That to uh, me, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going with there. It's, Shep also told me two nights ago that Stranger Things isn't popular, so I don't know what <laughs> well, It's not mainstream. All right, let's disregard Shep's opinion. It's, you know better than that. It's not mainstream, Amy, was my point. It, it's, a, <laughs> Marco, it's a niche show. Most people, most people like my age and older don't watch it. It's a young person show. Oh wow! Okay, my producer loves that show. Yes, he look at this. No, what? He's almost thirty-one. What are you talking about? Oh, is that? I I thought he was like (laughs) twenty-six. Poor Jay. (laughs) Hi, Jr. Bye, Jr. Oh, thank you, Amy. Appreciate that. Listen, people are chiming, and I've never seen Friends. Marco thinks it sucks. Amy loves it. Shep says it's amazing, and me. I'm still not going to watch. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855 2124 CBS. Take more of your calls before I roll out. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for taking my call. It's a work night, and uh, you keep me company while I'm out here in this rainy night. I appreciate it. I love your show, man. I've been working uh, nights for the past two weeks, so uh, love watching your show and listening to it. Hey, JR, thanks for being the best person in your line of work. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. 
Oh, man. Thank you for the kind words. I got to tell you this, though. Tomorrow, I might be apologizing. Because at this time tomorrow night, there's a good chance, or maybe not, that we're going to be talking about Thursday night football. And the game, the Eagles and the Texans. I haven't seen a Texans game all season long. I haven't. Why do I want to stain my eyeballs? The last time I saw the Texans play, I was actually in Houston earlier this year, and they were on the television. I'm like, oh, here they are. No point in watching these guys. Hey, Shep, what do you think that score looks like tomorrow night? Oh, man, a a, a lot to a lot a little. 30 to 17, 30 to 10. By halftime. Oh, well. That'd be a hell of a beating if they they do that. Let's get some of your calls in before we have to roll out. 855-212-4CBS. Jack is calling from Portland, Oregon. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, brother. What's up, man? Thanks for taking my call. Are you in Oregon or are you in Maine? Which one? I'm, I'm in Portland, Oregon. Lovely. What's up? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, uh, your top six list, ma'am, it's dead on, but one thing, in my opinion. I, I think you're dead on, but I, I truly believe you need to move the Cowboys up one and move the Ravens, Ravens down one. Okay. I th- that's splitting hairs a little bit. Why? Well, I, obviously, I think the Dallas defense is better than the Ravens defense. Sure. And the Cowboys offense is just now starting to pick up a little steam that Dak's back. I mean, we should, in my opinion, I think we could have beat Philadelphia and Philly. We pulled, you know, with the backup quarterback. It was, you know, late in the third, fourth quarter. We, we drew within, you know, 17 to 20 with a backup quarterback. Had we had Dak there, I believe we win that game as well. Okay. I still think Dallas is going to win the division, but I yeah. think your list is dead on, but I think the Cowboys need to move up one. Okay. Well, I, I can't. That's an excellent point that you brought up. I can't dispute that. Appreciate you, Jack. Thank you, man. My friend. No doubt about it. Joey's calling from Akron, Ohio. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. What's up? I'm so glad I'm so glad I got in. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great show for us insomniacs. Okay. Well I'm I'm happy that uh, I'm keeping you up, but go ahead. What else? No, I love your show. Uh just okay. a couple things about about that friend show, okay. That, that was not a, a produced by Jim's Burroughs. Oh, here we go. That was produced by Mar- Marta, Marta Kaufman. Oh, thank you. Okay, hey, hey, Shep, you want to chime in here? I mean, what are we doing here? No, right I never now? said it was produced by him. I said it was created. It was it was from the mind of of James Burroughs, which was also from the mind of uh, which. You know, uh, spurred Fraser as well. So, oh, that's cool. Maybe that maybe that's a point that I I couldn't understand. Oh, okay. uh, as far as uh, as far as uh, jo- Joaquin Phoenix. Oh my God. His his little oh. brother was 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 River Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. And, and he starred in a he starred in a movie called uh, called uh, Stand by Me. Yeah, yeah, well, I heard all that. Yeah, he, you know, he was about twelve years old in that movie. Well, thank and you. And that was, that was a, 
that was the Meatheads, Rob Reiner's first movie that he produced. Okay. Well, thank you, Joey. Well, thanks for taking my call. Have a great night. I really enjoy your show. Oh, thank you so much. Shout-outs to Joey for calling from Akron. Let's go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Telly. You're on the JR Sport Show. What's up? Hey, JR, before I give you my top six, I want to quickly apologize to you, Ryan. I haven't I haven't been so nice to you on Twitter. It, like, I've been having a hard time buying into your show, buying into your style. But I talked to my man, Shep, right? He told me to give you a chance. He told me you're actually one of the best in the business. So, you know, I told him that I'm thinking I'm just probably having some Scotty, um, you know, for real withdrawals. Shake it all. But look. Uh, I, 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 I must – I have no idea – what you're talking about. I mean, if you, you, you tweeting me, I probably don't even see it. Yep, I know. I know. But look, though, my top six, right? Philadelphia Eagles, Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens, Miami Dolphins, Tennessee Titans. And by the way, Shep know what I'm talking about. Maybe he can explain it to you. You called me to have Dave Shepard explain. You're on the air. All right. Well, look, listen, man. I've been listening to Scotty for real for a long time, right? Then you come along, and it just took me a while to kind of like buy into your style, right? I I had put a couple of posts about you on Twitter on how I don't, I don't like your show, but Shep hit me up. He said, man, give my boy a chance, man. He actually wanted the best in the business. So I told him when I get a chance, I'm going to call in and apologize. Uh, okay. Well, 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 thank you. I'm not someone who, uh, you know, delves into negativity, so you could actually call me and say you hate my guts, and I would probably – Asleep well either way. Nothing is said there. Thank you, Tully, for calling from Washington. Shep, what was that about? He called me to give me his six, and he get, tells me about the Titans, and he says, ah, well, "What is he talking about?" No, I just, I, I don't. He's, I guess, he's high on the Titans because of, uh, you know, we know the game that Henry played, basically. But no, Telly was a longtime listener of of, of Pharrell, and he just tweeted right. me, and I said, "Let me tell you something." Um, this nighttime show has not missed a beat the last two and a half years. You don't listen to JR if you think this show has fallen off because it has not. And that was basically the genesis of that conversation. Now, I was not expecting him to bring that up on the airwaves. That was more between him and myself. Uh, um, but, if, but once he went there, I, I, I figure I have to you know, fill in the blank here. Oh, that's fine. Yes. I don't. I don't care. I, I know you're not. This is not. <laughs> this is the inner. This is the inner works that you could not care less about. I, I recognize yeah, that well, too. Yes. I don't care. Not listen. Like we had a guy call and he said, "Hey, Jr., I agree with everything you said." I'm like, "Whoa!" You didn't believe him. You you're almost offended by that. Yeah, I don't want. I I think it's a bad. And, and granted, he says, "I hear you for about 40 minutes every night." It was, like, it was the waiter in Fairfield. Yes, correct. I think it is a terrible thing. Like nobody should agree with something. Everyone says all the time. Like for me, that it's like red flags go up. And so I think that's, and this is, I don't want to go off on a tangent here. I think one of the worst things that we have in society right now is that we have so much groupthink that if you say you follow someone or you believe someone, you know, everything is so black and white. Like if I like this person, then oh, you got to agree with everything they say or do. And so I just think it's, it's nice to have your own individual thoughts. And so if anyone tells me, hey, I agree with everything you say, I'm like, whoa. I'm like, okay, thank you, but disagree with something. Don't always agree. I think it's it's nice to have a little push and pull and give and get. I think it's, that's how people grow.
Jerry, but you're 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 in the minority on that in terms of like being a national platform that you have, yeah. and then having that position and that attitude. Because let's be honest, most people in your shoes that have built the following you have, they do not want to be told at any point when they are wrong or when they are not coming off as the greatest thing since sliced bread. You and I both know that. Yeah, I don't give a damn. Life ain't all. <laughs> life isn't all that. Uh important me being the know-it-all isn't all that important there's a lot so of those I, in our business though and you unfortunately oh sure right no we we got a lot of people who sit on sports radio and they want to scream up and down that they know everything hey i'll be the first to tell you if i believe something i'm going to give you some facts to back it up but then at the same time i don't know anything i think that's the beautiful thing i'm just out here having a good old time i know a lot i pay attention to a lot have fun i think that's the most important thing so I enjoy myself. I really do. Hey, Shep, I enjoy hanging out with you, man. Feeling is more than mutual, JR. Thank you, sir. I still am not going to watch Friends. Oh, damn. We're, 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 listen, myself and your fan base, we're going to work on you. We're going to win you over. What, do I watch it on Hulu or something? You can watch it pretty much anywhere. It's probably on somewhere right now, isn't it? it? It's on my left, Nick at Night. In the studio. In the studio. Nick at Night still exists. Yes. Nick at night. What comes on at Nickelodeon in the daytime? SpongeBob? I have no idea. I'm, I'm the wrong age group for that question. I think I've seen one episode of SpongeBob in my life. You know, one of a lot of everything. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a TV guy, man. I'm not, not a TV guy. I like to eat. I like food. Ask me about food. There's a good chance that I ate it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 Pacific. We got a crap Thursday night game between the Eagles and the Texans, and then we got the World Series. It's all about Philly. But don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. Amy Lawrence, she likes friends. She's coming up next.